On today's show, we'll highlight three things you can do now to cut your taxes in retirement. Discover retirement concepts you need to know. When you're hitting that magic age of 65, you need to really start to do your research. Learn how to navigate through economic uncertainty. And anybody can retire. It's whether you can stay retired. That is the real point. A successful retirement doesn't happen by accident. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam This is your retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, and we are representing Dual Financial Strategies. And in studio once again, we have Sam Duell with Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel. And we're ready to go once again to make sure your retirement uh, is going to uh, be uh, copacetic and uh, complete. And uh, again, uh, the number to call is 866-203-7486 to get that comprehensive, no-cost, no-obligation review, that retirement lifestyle review that we always talk about, Sam. And I think, uh, well, uh, we don't want every day to be April 15th in retirement, but that may be the way it is if you're not worrying about taxes because uh, uh, we've talked so many times before about the uh, unwitting uh, partner that we have in our retirement portfolio, and that is Uncle Sam, and also the state uh, of Wisconsin as well. And uh, government spending because of COVID-19 and the mindset of putting all your money in tax-deferred accounts uh, that we always suggest, like 401ks or IRAs, and uh, you could have uh, serious uh, tax impacts on your retirement. But uh, you've got some uh, uh, chances to talk a little bit about how we can mitigate some of these things. And uh, so let's dig into that. And first of all, say good morning to everybody and uh, your thoughts on uh, trying to uh, kind of slow down the tax train, I guess, in retirement. Yeah, absolutely. So glad to have everybody listening this morning. So, uh, you know, taxes always are first and foremost on a lot of people's mind. I think uh, death and taxes and a lot of people have gotten to where they fear taxes more than they fear death. <laughs> absolutely. Um, or running you know, out of money. Yeah, or running yeah. out of money. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had made some comments about the uh, the probably distinct possibility that this administration would uh was going to raise taxes and uh had uh, someone that took great great umbrage with that that uh, the current administration wasn't going to raise taxes and that it hadn't even been suggested they were going to raise taxes and therefore they were never going to listen to us again um but i would have to say that if you are of an opinion that you don't think taxes are going up uh, you may want to re-examine the reality of life. We have uh, levels of debt that we've never even considered before. I mean, these are numbers that the politicians don't even understand, that the that nobody understands the level of money that they're talking about. Folks, taxes are going up, period. You can believe that or not, but... Look at history. Look at right. history. I, I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is look backwards. If you, if you don't think taxes are going up, great. Keep doing what you're doing, never change, and just pay it all in. Uh, but if you do think taxes are going up, pay attention to what we're going to talk about on this segment because we're going to try to save you a couple of bucks. First of all, right now, withdrawal rates are favorable. Today's tax rates are relatively low at this point in time because of the previous administration's tax changes. Those are are slated to go away. If they're not changed by the current administration, which we believe they will be, but if they're not, they're still only around until 2025. So reasons to withdraw money from those tax-deferred accounts that you've never paid taxes on are probably as good today as they're going to get. 
you want to take advantage of these more favorable tax rates if you're after the age of 59 and a half so that you don't pay the IRS a penalty for withdrawals from your IRAs or 401ks. But remember, that money in that IRA or 401k has never, ever been taxed before. And at 72 years old, it's the largest forced distribution of money that this uh, world has ever known. Uh, they're coming for it, and they're going to get it. So make sure that you're doing things. Every decision that you make on money that is taxable needs to be thought about in terms of what are the tax rates now, what might they be in the future. Yeah, I've got bad timing, I think, Sam. Uh, the reason is I was born either too late or too soon because <laughs> here's the story with me, and I'll give it away, and then we'll get go on. In 2024 is when I'll be 72, so I'm going to get one good year and just hope for an administration change, I guess. Yes. That's me talking, not you, obviously. So you're, uh, the person that said they won't listen anymore is all wet, number one. But the second thing is we hope to get the tax rates uh, back to where they are right now from the previous administration, as you mentioned before. But another thing we can do to help mitigate taxes is be proactive in converting to a Roth IRA. And that's something uh, either Luke or Andy can probably talk a little bit more about because uh, we're here to try to uh, – uh, keep those taxes down in retirement. Certainly. So another way that you can mitigate some taxes is converting to a Roth IRA. So as opposed to the traditional IRA, the Roth IRA is funded with after-tax money, meaning you don't get any deduction or benefit up front for making that contribution. But the key difference is that once you start withdrawing the funds, i.e. in retirement, that money is tax-free. That's the best type of money to have. So when converting tax deferred funds to a Roth IRA though, when you're taking it from that IRA bucket and sliding it over into the Roth IRA, you do owe the taxes then on the full amount that's being transferred over. Um, so there is benefit in the long, long run as we're talking about now with, with having low and favorable tax rates now under the current administration. So if you think your tax rates are going to be higher, maybe you think in retirement with your required distribution, you're going to have more income and creep into another bracket. Or you just think at some point down the road, whether it's four or five years from now or longer, that the tax rates could be higher Then it would make sense to start converting some of that money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and keep in mind, there's no limit to the number of conversions or the dollar amount that has to slide over. Um, the idea is to convert as much as you can as kind of a general rule of thumb without pushing yourself up into that next tax bracket. Yeah, absolutely. Luke and I, I'm a disciple of that. I'm doing that myself. So uh, if that lends a little bit of credibility to our audience, uh, I don't, uh, I'm just not a pretty face on this show. I'm actually one of the people that uh, do listen uh, to uh, Sam and company here at Dual Financial Strategies and, and, and try to do it myself and stay in that lower tax bracket too. And this is where you need uh, the consultation of Sam and his team because they've got over 20 years of experience on this. All right, let's talk a little bit more uh, about uh, how we can kind of, uh, well, understand a little bit more how different types of retirement income are taxed because if you know uh, what uh, the tax rates are and uh, what you're going to get taxed on, for example, investments being one thing, Social Security being another, and annuity payments, you have a better understanding, won't you, on that, Andy? Well, yes, I would agree with that. I would also put in there one more option for you to consider, and that would actually be um, properly structured life insurance. So yes, regarding investments, if you, held, if you hold your investment for one year or less, 
they are considered short-term capital gains. They are taxed at ordinary, whatever your ordinary income tax bracket is. However, long-term capital gains are actually taxed at either zero, 15%, or 20%, depending on your income level. So, of course, this can change. Obviously, the president has full power to do that and probably will, but at this point in time, that's how they, they run. If you have short-term versus long-term, and then it's dependent on your ordinary income versus a fixed percentage based on your income. Mm -hmm. um, Social Security is a little bit different. So to figure out how or if your benefits are going to be taxed, just add your adjustable gross income, your non-taxable interest, and half of your Social Security benefit to determine what your combined income is. Then, if those combined incomes... Um, as an individual, you can have between twenty-five and thirty-four thousand, or if it's between thirty-two thousand and forty-four thousand as a married couple filing jointly, up to fifty percent of your benefits actually may be taxable. If your combined individual income is more than thirty-four thousand or forty-four thousand as a married couple, then up to eighty-five percent of your benefits may be taxable. So it is important to understand where your income is coming from, what truly is considered taxable, and if it is countable within that. Um, some people talk about bonds, and and depending on the type of bond, they'll say, "Oh, it's tax-free," but it's not. It can actually still affect your Social Security taxation. So those are little important nuances to understand. Yeah. Now. And go sorry. Go no, ahead. yeah, I was just going to say that that you know it's not fair to me. I don't have to pay taxes on Social Security when we had to pay Social Security tax when we were making money. But anyway, there's another thing you wanted to talk about though, and that's uh, annuities that offer uh, tax benefits, right? Yep. So certain annuities can offer tax benefits. They can be purchased with pre-tax dollars, in which case payments are taxed as income. But annuities can also be funded with after-tax dollars, in which case taxes are only owed on the earnings. So there's an important difference between how your money is prior to going into those annuities and how it will be taxed thereafter. So you can look at different options. I mentioned also properly structured life insurance because that can be a, um, a really interesting animal if you want to get into that and if you're working with someone who understands the nuances regarding that. Absolutely. So, Sam, in summation in this uh, situation, you've got uh, uh, the wherewithal with uh, dual financial strategies to uh, help people, and you've got uh, um, the way to do it in, in, in a very nice and uh, simple way, don't you? Yeah, Chuck, you know, I think that the word uh, education comes into play here so strongly because many people assume that their taxes will be substantially decreased when they stop working. They, you've been told that your entire working career. Oh, don't worry about taxes in retirement. Your taxes are going to be less. You need to get educated on taxes. And if you don't want to be someone that follows tax brackets and follows the nuances of these things, then you need to have a team in your corner that does. Because I promise you, that is the largest single bill that you pay in retirement absent your property taxes and in a lot of cases it's more than your property taxes but it is the largest single bill that you pay that very very few of you pay attention to it is so rare when we meet someone that is actually doing tax planning it's so rare when we meet someone that has someone in their world that's helping them with tax planning most of you are doing tax preparation you're not doing tax planning. And just think about it. If you can get educated on this and if you can understand how this works, what you can do, what you can't do, what could be beneficial for you, what could not be beneficial for you. I mean, folks, if you saved, if you saved $200 a year 
in taxes for 10 years simply because you did something a little bit differently, that's $2,000. Now, what would you rather do? Would you rather put the $2,000 in Uncle Sam's pocket or would you rather put it in your pocket? Give us a call. Let's set up a time for you to get in. Let's go through that retirement lifestyle review and let's see, do you have leaks? Do you have holes in your current uh, money distribution plan where you're paying more of it than you should be to people that you don't want to pay it to to begin with. Absolutely. And Sam and Andy and Luke can do that for you here at Dual Financial Strategies. And all you have to do, as Sam said, to get that no cost, no obligation review. Are you going to pay too much tax? Are you uh, preparing for this? Uh, just give them a call at 866-203-7486. Sam will be also kind enough uh, to uh, give you a copy of his book. Uh, that he wrote, Purpose Determines Placement. And it's all about the uh, retirement uh, lifestyle review that they will perform for you at 866-203-7486. Because after all, this is your retirement, and you don't need to pay Uncle Sam another nickel more than he deserves in taxes in retirement. So get that retirement lifestyle review once again uh, by calling Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. 866-203-7486. Well, we've got to take a break. What's coming up next? You know, Chuck, if listeners are feeling anxious about funding their retirement, I want them to stick around for this next segment because when we come back, we're going to outline some ways to kick your retirement savings into overdrive. Well, it's all about savings, and it's all about your retirement. Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel are at uh, your service. I'm Chuck Caton, uh, your consumer advocate here, and happy to be with the folks at Duell Financial Strategies once again. Uh, well, they will provide your uh, retirement lifestyle review. Sit down with them and make that appointment at no cost, no obligation. Maybe get that review if you want a second opinion on your retirement, uh, because 866-203-7486 is the number number to give them a call and it is uh, time to jump into your retirement savings. Savings is the key word I would think Sam as you come uh, to the place in life uh, when you're uh, planning for your retirement and uh, I know you've got uh, you uh, Andy and Luke have uh, four simple steps that can help uh, our listeners pick up speed as they get close to retirement and uh, there's a lot of different ways you can save uh, maybe the old savings account doesn't pay what it used to, but uh, optimizing your 401k investment mix is something you should consider because it's all about saving for the day you want to uh, retire. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Luke and I were just talking about this the other day because he had a question from one of the folks that came in and visited with him. So, mm -hmm. Luke, why don't you kick it off on a 401k optimization? Yeah, if your retirement balance isn't growing maybe fast enough, you could be investing too conservatively. So you can start to do a quick check by just viewing maybe your 401k or your IRAs, what the different asset classes are that you're in. And you may see this listed a little bit differently inside of your portal, um, but it might be under asset allocation report. The composition of your portfolio. So this, by that I mean the mixture of stocks and bonds. This is gonna be a large driver of the growth potential and the risk level inside of your account. A high percentage of stocks is equated to more 
growth focused and i.e. higher risk. And a lower percentage of stocks provides a little bit more in the way of stability and less growth potential. But the key here is that you want to have the right mix for your age and for your tolerance for risk. And there is a general rule of thumb here. It's called the rule of 100. And you can quickly calculate this by starting with the number 100, subtracting your age, and the answer to that equation is then the guideline for the amount of exposure or percentage that you should have in stocks. And another sort of tip here, if you want a little bit more in the way of scientific approach to this, our website has in the upper right corner a link to a tool called Riskalyze. And it will you'll see what is your risk number. That will take you to the Riskalyze questionnaire. And this is a more scientific approach to determining what your tolerance is for risk. It can be completed in four or five minutes, again, at dualstrategies.com. All right. Well, that's good news. And again, to simplify what Luke is just saying, let's just say that you're in that financial red zone. You're 55 years of age. You take that 55, subtract it uh, from 100, and then you get 45. So 45% of your portfolio can be at risk or at stocks and uh, a little bit riskier things. So uh, you can kind of get the gist of this. The younger you are, the more risk you can take. Uh, the older you are, uh, the less risk you can take. I'm in that 30% uh, area. So without divulging my age, I think you can figure it out <laughs> so uh there you go there you have it and and uh well getting close to 30 i'm at 31 percent right now and then uh, decreasing but uh, what about moving into low fee funds who wants to uh, tackle this one because this is another way uh, that you can uh, put more money in your pocket in retirement when you look for the right bargains here in your investments yeah, that's for sure, Chuck. And, it, you know, this doesn't matter whether you're currently investing in a 401k or if you have money outside of a 401k that someone uh, is managing for you or whatever the case might be. If you steer your um, your retirement vehicles into things with lower fees, it's obviously going to benefit you on the backside. The less that you pay, the more of it that's going to go into your pocket. Understand something about <clears throat> funds when you're talking about mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, all of that sorts of thing. There is no such thing as, as free. Every fund that there is that I'm aware of charges fees. It's represented by something called an expense ratio. And the expense ratio is how much all of the underlying administrative activity, all of the underlying managers, all of the, all of the underlying costs are rolled into the expense ratio. You can look at that particularly with mutual funds. Now, expense ratios, if you're using something like exchange traded funds, could could run in the in the one tenth of a percent range or less. 0 0.10. While you start getting into mutual funds, you can easily get into the 0.75, 1%, sometimes even more. And the insidious thing about this is with these expense ratios is that you never know you're being charged the money because it comes out when the fund is priced. It's called a net asset value. So you don't get an invoice, nothing like that. But you have to think about this. The more those expenses are, the more that you miss out on the value of that particular fund. And it starts to get very expensive because if you think about it, if your expense ratio were 0.10%. Well, that means that for every $10,000 $10, you have invested, you're paying what? Um, 
Tenth of a percent, yeah. Be a tenth of a percent, yeah. So you'd be paying a hundred dollars for every ten thousand dollars that you would have invested into that fund. So you have to do the math. All of a sudden, you start getting into some of these funds that we see, Chuck, and you get these expense ratios that are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times, ten times that. Well, that's a lot of money. And the way that this gets uncovered, Luke mentioned it just a little bit ago, is with this Riskalyze software. Very, very comprehensive, very detailed, in-depth searching tool that we use that uncovers these expense ratios. Whether it's a 401k, whether it's an outside held account, whether it's your American funds, whether it's your Edward Jones account, whatever the case might be, we can uncover all of those expense ratios for you. Let me tell you a story. I met with somebody week before last. They had seen us on TV, they heard us on radio, they listened to us all the time, and they came in. And we got down and we started talking. And they had uh, three accounts that were uh, being managed by someone else, and we got to looking at it. Chuck, it was a seven-figure uh, account. Mm -hmm. So there was it was a million, it was a little over a million dollars. Every one of those three accounts was powered entirely by mutual funds. And we found out that the internal ra internal expense ratio inside of that was 0.65%. That was just the reported fees. When we started doing this and started restructuring this, we were able to drop just their internal expense ratio by almost 40 basis points, four-tenths of a percent. Well, you think about that, folks, on a million-dollar portfolio. That is a serious savings. Every tenth of a percent, for those of you that have these portfolios that are anything above $500,000, you have got to do an intensive x-ray on these fees. And as I said, nothing's free. We're not free. We're an investment advisory firm. We charge a fee for, th for uh, planning the things that we do. But what you'll find is that if you can get your fee structure as low as possible, it will help you with your income needs later on because it's not being eaten up by something secondary, but you've got to get that portfolio x-rayed. You've got to get that risk analysis ran so that we know exactly what's going on instead of just trying to guess at it. Absolutely. And we're talking about saving money and how to maximize it. And one of the things is raising your 401 contribution rate at work, right? Yes. So whether it is a traditional or a Roth 401k, it is incredibly important that you basically step it up. You already know that raising your contribution rate can shift your savings momentum into a higher gear. What you may not know is that this strategy costs less than you think. So even if you get a future raise, which I hope you do, take that raise, split it in half, and increase your savings into your 401k by doing that. Absolutely, Andy. And this is where dual financial strategies can help you with their over 20 years of experience here because, Sam, you want to put a uh, lifestyle review that uh, encompasses savings, uh, ends up mitigating taxes, and those financial termites that I like to say, those fees and commissions that you don't realize you can sort that out for our listeners can't you oh absolutely and you know what we're talking about here when we talk about all of these things to help you save more this all ends up at the end of the day chuck equating to paying yourself more because if you're paying yourself more now by lowering your fees by optimizing your portfolios by putting more into your accounts well that just contributes to your income plan later on because it's crucial it's absolutely crucial that the thought of income later is an integral part of your savings lifestyle now because that's where it's going to come from you what you want to do by doing all these things basically chuck is we say take a lifestyle change off the table 
so that you're set up in the beginning for success. You're not going to get blown up on the backside of this. You've got things structured properly so that that portfolio at some point in time will provide you the income you need in order to live the lifestyle that you deserve and that you're looking forward to. That's why we call it a retirement lifestyle review. So this retirement income planning starts now. It doesn't just start when you flip on a switch. It starts right now. So start the process now get the appointment made, come in and see us, and let's make sure that you've got your I's dotted and your T's crossed, and you're ready for that day when you say, and we're done, we're going to walk off into the sunset. Absolutely, and the way you can do that at Sam's Behest is to give them a call at Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486, and you'll get that retirement lifestyle review because remember, this is your retirement, and you're in charge of it. And with the help of Sam and Andy and Luke, they they will uh, guide you in the proper uh, way uh, to make sure that you are saving. They are making sure that you are uh, aware of how to minimize those financial termites, those fees and commissions. They can eat away at your portfolio. They can do that all for you and uh, give you that retirement lifestyle review because it's all about your lifestyle. This is something you want to be comfortable with. You don't want to worry about uh, running out of money in retirement. And the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies can help you uh, assuage those fears by sitting down at no cost, no obligation, as Sam just mentioned, and make that appointment right now. So pick up the phone and call 866-203-7486 and make your appointment to see Sam and his team at Dual Financial Strategies. You'll be glad you did. All right, we've got to take a break. What's coming up next? Chuck, when we come back, we're going to highlight several retirement planning tips. We're going to talk about some do's and some don'ts that can make a big difference in your successful retirement. This is Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, and uh, we have in our studio Sam Duell of Duell Financial Strategies. We have Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel uh, also with us here and uh, having a good time discussing retirement planning with you uh, in uh, the beautiful Fox Valley area. And, um, well, if you look up in the sky and see morning stars uh, on those clear days of Wisconsin mornings, well, we're talking about a different kind of morning star here. We're talking about the morning star report here because, as Sam just said before the break, he's going to give you some tips here, uh, Luke and Andy also as well. Morningstar, if you're not aware, is a Chicago-based investment research firm that uh, compiles and analyzes uh, funds and stocks and general market data. Uh, so uh, we'll call on, and I'm sure Sam knows all about Christine Benz, of Morningstar. She's the director of uh, personal finance there. And let's talk about Morningstar, what they do here, Sam, and uh, seven retirement tips that are uh, from her observations over the years. And I'm sure you concur with some of those. And uh, capital preservation is the key to building wealth. Now, that sounds certainly mundane and certainly it sounds like uh, the mistress of the obvious, so to speak, if Christine says that. But it is important, isn't it? Oh, absolutely it is. It absolutely is. And these are these are all just really good general points and tips uh, that Christine brings up. But as you just said, capital preservation is a key to building wealth. Think about it along the old adage that you're thinking about 
uh, you know, spending your interest, preserving your principal. Because the problem with it, if you start eating too much into your principal, is that we're relying on that to drive the income source of it. So you can see that this becomes an incredibly bad catch 22 on your part, and it becomes this circular road to defeat. So understand that capital preservation is about understanding risk. Risk is the permanent loss of capital in real terms over the investor's time horizon. There's a lot of lip service, Chuck, that's given to risk, mm -hmm. but there isn't a lot of time that's spent by people in this community and the advisory community actually talking about risk in a realistic way. A lot of arbitrary questions that will be asked, a lot of arbitrary assumptions that will be made. But what you need to do is to sit down with a financial advisor to calculate your actual exposure to risk, whether that's within the equity markets, whether that's within the bond markets, whatever the case might be, you have to understand the level of risk. There's some U.S. experts that say that if you were to re suffer a 25% capital loss in your portfolio, it could mean you needing to delay your retirement by up to six years. That's why we talk about this retirement red zone, this five-year period before you're ready to retire. We're not talking to those of you that are just retired. If you're sitting out there in the listening audience and you've saved $500,000 for your retirement, folks, you cannot afford to take a large hit at this point in time. If you're thinking you're going to retire in the next three to five years, you simply do not have time to recover from that. It can be huge. So avoiding a large loss remains a key element to building wealth, and it remains a key element to sustaining the type of retirement lifestyle that you're looking for. Absolutely, Sam. And we talked about that in the first segment, too, with that rule of 100. Once again, you take your age, you subtract it from 100, and that's the amount you should be risking. And as the older you get, as Sam just said, uh, you can't afford to, uh, to go wild and take those risks. And we'll talk about that uh, because you can't really time the market either. So in the future, uh, might be worthwhile considering considering annuities, right? Yes, annuities are one of the tools out there uh, for people in retirement. And in context of annuities, in terms of retirement, there's this issue of longevity and basically outliving your assets, as Andy was just talking about. Um, where annuities actually play a role is more in the form of guaranteed income. So Social Security being a form of guaranteed income, pension. So if you're going into retirement and you should be kind of budgeting and having an idea of what your expenses are going to be, if at the end of the month you're going to be a little bit short, there could be a place for some guaranteed income to ensure that you don't run out of money. So you want to sit down with somebody to determine how much income needs to be bridged, where that guaranteed source is going to come from, so that... For an investor who incorporates the annuity into their portfolio, it basically gives you some portion of your portfolio as a stable income. Call this mailbox money, money that's going to come in every month that you don't have to worry about. Is it going to be there? Is it not going to be there? Is the market going to take it away? No, it's guaranteed income. Yeah, absolutely. And Andy? Luke, I, I was just going to say, Luke, could you go over the different types of annuities? Because there is some definite differences between those worlds briefly. And um, and then what people hear, you know, I think from the talking heads on television can be a little bit deceptive about annuities. Yeah, there's there's different schools of thoughts to annuities. But the kind of the main broad categories of annuities are either some form of variable annuity or a fixed annuity. And your variable annuity is just going to fluctuate with the market because the internal components of that 
are mutual funds. That's what's driving the returns. But then there's fixed annuities that have a level of capital preservation, protecting your principal from any sort of market losses. And then different sort of features can be added to those when I was talking about guaranteed income to provide that, to provide some sort of death benefit, to maybe provide some offsets for long-term care costs to, to help be sure that your overall portfolio and your scenario is protected. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, when we talk about uh, preparing for retirement, the earlier the better, right, Andy? Because timing is everything. And uh, you want to, uh, as Sam said, uh, not wait till the retirement red zone, maybe a little earlier. Some of our listeners may be in their late 40s, early 50s, and it's never too early to plan. Timing is everything. And unfortunately, this is the most common pitfall that we do see. It's where people don't get serious about retirement planning until they may be in their 50s and they want to retire in 10 or 15 years or sooner. And the problem is by starting too late, you don't have the many levers, if you will, that you can fix your plan. So if you're able to make generous contributions going forward, even if you make some assumptions about what the market return might be over time horizon, it may be difficult to make the numbers add up. Remember, you still have limitations about how much you can contribute to your 401k, be it an IRA or excuse me, be it a Roth or a traditional 401k. And you have even lower contribution limits when you are doing an outside IRA, be it a Roth or a traditional IRA. So just make sure that you understand what those limitations are, because if you can only put so much into those plans, then you have to figure out where else you're going to go for your retirement savings so that you can put away additional money. Your ability to contribute for your retirement, the sooner you can get started, the better. And if you have kids or grandkids, you know, please spend some time educating them about how important it is to put money away every paycheck that they have so that they can get into a really good savings um, rate and that way they they are continuing to contribute and build that into a habit for themselves. Absolutely, Andy. And I think that another thing, Sam, that people make a mistake of is that, uh oh, I did not save enough. So uh, I've got three or four years before I want to retire, but uh, I'm going to get more aggressive with my portfolio. And that could be a big mistake. Oh, Chuck, that can be the kiss of death. And people do that. Uh, As Andy was saying before, they just, you know, they really step on the gas. They put the pedal to the metal. And they say, well, you know, stocks, those have always returned good. Those have the highest potential return. Yes, they do. But listen to what I'm saying to you here. Over a long period of time, the stock market has outperformed other asset classes over a long period of time. Over a short period of time, it is the most volatile asset class that you could be in. Four to five years is a short period of time. And wishing and hoping that it were different is not going to make any any difference. You know, one of the problems, Chuck, with the stock market, if you will, is that lots of financial advisors, lots of talking heads, lots of pundits on TV, they talk about the market as if it were some sort of a seeing, feeling, uh, you know, being, and it's not. It's simply a marketplace that brings buyers and sellers of these things together. The stock market doesn't know that you're in it. The stock market doesn't care that you're in it. The company that you think is going to be the next latest and greatest thing that's going to surpass Google it doesn't know you own its stock. It doesn't care that you own its stock. It has no feelings whatsoever. So being four or five years out is no different in planning than being 15 or 16 years out. As a matter of fact, those of you that are four or five years out, 
You know, it's kind of like the old movie. You remember, uh, uh, Chuck, the old movie Dragnet, Sergeant Joe Friday. He always used to say, it's just the facts, ma'am. Well, if you come in and you only got four or five years left to go and you've saved X amount of dollars, I'm sorry, but it's just the facts, ma'am. It's just the facts, sir. You got to work with you got what you got now because you get down the road two or three years and you got half that amount of money. Well, now you're seriously burnt toast. So don't get aggressive thinking that that's the key in a short window of time because it is probably the worst possible thing that you could do. Absolutely. And diversification is a key. And as we wrap up this segment, uh, not only should you be saving, but you also should be thinking ahead about how you're going to withdraw to give you some peace of mind in retirement. Absolutely. All of these things are so key to retirement. We've talked about this and this segment over and over. First of all, you have to save the money. And then the money has to be saved in something, some sort of a of an instrument that's going to help you make money and then is going to help you with returns. That is your diversification. The old adage, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Boy, that is so true. How many times have we seen that happen where you were in the wrong place at the wrong time and you got blasted for it? Another little key tip, Chuck, real quick before we wrap up here, you want to be really careful about thinking that just because you own a bunch of different mutual funds that you're diversified. You need to have an x-ray done with this Riskalyze software that we use to find out, I'm going to use a technical term, what your correlation is. In other words, how similar or dissimilar are these 15 different mutual funds that you've been put into to each other? Because what you will find at a very high majority of the time is that you own 15 different mutual funds, all of which are doing essentially the same thing. So you get the illusion of diversification making sure that you're diversified correctly, making sure that the money is where it needs to be when it needs to be there. Those are the keys to retirement. Chuck, tell them how to get in to take that first step. Absolutely. And it, uh, when you consider your retirement, and, and it is your retirement the way you want it to be, uh, let Sam and his team at Dual Financial Strategies uh, strategize for you on uh, what is going to be important to you in terms of saving, in terms of withdrawing, and doing it in a tax-efficient manner. And that number to call to make Make that appointment right now is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. You'll get that retirement lifestyle review because everybody that uh, uh, Sam and Andy and Luke deal with and uh, when they work with you, they sit down and construct a retirement review for you. It's not uh, one of these things that uh, they bring off the shelf and say A, B, and C. There are only three choices and you're not your B and your A and your C. No, it's individualized for you, constructed for you with over 20 years of experience that they've had in the financial realm. So give Sam or Andy or Luke a call at Dual Financial Strategies at 866-203-7486. And when you come in, no cost, no obligation, you might even come away with a present. And that is Sam's book, Purpose Determines Placement. And uh, I'm sure a very educational piece, and they will educate you on your retirement. Again, no cost, no obligation, 866-203-7486. I don't know where the time's gone, but uh, we're coming into our final segment, uh, Sam. And I know uh, you, Andy, and Luke will have some answers for our listeners. Absolutely. When we come back, it's time for the questions that you have, and we'll try to get some good ones in for you this week. We've had a bunch, and we picked out the top ones.
We're back on your retirement, and uh, I'm Chuck Caton, consumer advocate, and uh, along with Sam Duell and Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel, uh, we're here at your service with a retirement lifestyle review. But right now, it's question and answer time uh, before we uh, adieu. And uh, all right, Luke, uh, how about tackling this one from Catherine in Dykesville? Uh, I'd like to retire in uh, January of 2022. I'll be 55 by then. Uh, will I be employed for enough time in 2022 to qualify for the age of 55 rule to distribute without penalty uh, from my employer's retirement plan? Or is there a specific number of days required to work uh, with the age of 55 rule? And I don't think a lot of people uh, even know what the age of 55 rule is. Yes. Well, congratulations, Catherine. There's light at the end of the tunnel for you nearing retirement. The the age 55 rule is something that allows for an employee who's laid off, maybe they're fired, maybe they quit because they're retiring, between the ages of 55 and 59 and a half to pull money out of their 401k or maybe it's a 403b without penalty. So the caveat is the money's got to stay in that account during that time period. And then that penalty for um, drawing out early before that 59 and a half mark is alleviated. So this applies to workers who leave their job anytime during or after the year of their 55th birthday. So if you work one day beyond age 55, then you're covered and you can retire happily and still have access to those funds. All and right. that's Chuck, I just want to going to add one thing that Luke, what you brought up there that I want to, I want to reiterate that people have got to understand because you're right. The vast majority of people, including many people that do what we do for a living, don't understand the 55 rule. Right. We want to emphasize to you, you have to leave the money in your company plan in order to take advantage of that post-55 distribution rule. The second that you roll it over into a rollover IRA, that rule goes away. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. Makes right. absolutely no sense that you can have it in your right pocket and you can pull it out without penalty. If you put it over in your left pocket, you can't. But do not have someone talk you into rolling it out of your company plan and putting it into some IRA that they're offering to you because at that point in time, the 55 rule is a moot point and you cannot participate in it. Okay, now I've got a little uh, ancillary question. What if you've had a couple of different jobs and you had a different 401k prior to the uh, last job you had? Can you uh, employ that uh, 55 rule there or not without tax? As long as it's in a 401k. Okay. For, the 401k is the, that's the, uh, that's the key word here is, is it in a 401k? So it doesn't have to be your last employer. If you've had an employer prior to that also? No, as long as it's in a 401k, it okay. can be withdrawn. All right. Because you're going you're separated from service one way or the other. You're not working for the company anymore. As long as it's inside of that company-sponsored plan, you're okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Denmark now. Ben is there, and Andy's got the answer to this one. Uh, ben wants to know, my company uh, does have a pension uh, that I've been contributing to for more than 20 years, and I'm planning to retire in two. Uh, the company wants me to decide if I should take a one-time payout or take monthly payouts. Uh, is one better than the other? Well, congratulations, Ben. Um, it's awesome that you still have a pension. There's not too many of those left around here anymore. And I would say it kind of depends on what you want to do with that money. I would lean possibly towards, if you have better options on the outside, I would lean possibly towards moving that money out. But I would also 
put a word of caution with that. Make sure that you're going to something that is as safe as far as making payments to you without a lot of volatility um, when you are considering doing that. There are some potentially better options for you outside, but don't move it to something that's going to all of a sudden put you at a great deal of risk that makes no sense to take something that is incredibly safe and secure for the rest of your life and move it to something that's volatile. All right. Good advice there from Andy Schooler. And now let's go to uh, Greenville. Michael is there, Luke, and he's uh, got this question. As an owner of my own company, what are some of the ways I can save for retirement? Because I plan on retiring uh, at the age of 68 in five years. Michael, as a business owner, you have many unique types of accounts that aren't available to those that are just employees. Um, of course, you know, the traditional IRA, Roth IRA. But then beyond that, um, there's things called SEPs, Simplified Employee Pension Plan, um, or a simple IRA or even a solo 401k. And essentially what you're doing there as a business owner is creating your own personal like 401k or retirement account. Um, and some of the advantages for that are larger contribution options. So with you being five years out from retirement, if you're thinking, hey, I'd like to plug some more money in there that may be tax advantaged, there can be some great tools. Uh, but you do want to keep in mind and, and feel free to reach out and ask us because there are different rules for each of those accounts. And you don't want to get into one and not realize some of the, the trickle over the carryover effect and get penalized or, or not be you know, abiding by the rules in a proper manner. All right. Particularly, particularly rules that relate to whether you have employees or not. Correct. One plan can be more beneficial for you than another, depending upon whether you have employees or you don't have employees. Well, all of these uh, questions can be answered and more by uh, giving uh, the folks at Dual Financial Strategies a call at 866-203-7486. And we have our final question going for Sam from Rhonda in Menasha. Uh, she wants to know, what's your opinion, Sam, of all the robo-advisor stuff that I've been hearing about? Is uh, A1 or uh, is AI taking over for retirement? Should I look at it? <laughs> the, the AI, the artificial intelligence. That's what yes. my wife says I've got. <laughs> just you just have it temporarily is that what you say yeah it's artificial i don't know it's, it, you know. it's artificial it's just smoke and mirrors yep so well Rhonda, it's uh robo advisors uh have a very specific place in the world there's absolutely nothing wrong with them if you are a beginning saver uh, if you are someone who is just beginning to put money away and you don't have um the, the the size of nest egg yet that would require a closer watch um, if you are maybe younger uh, and you don't require any sort of tax consideration you don't require anything like that then it could be possible that a robo advisor would work out for you um, remember robo advisor is exactly what it says it's robotic it is nothing more than a program uh, that is going to put together your investments for you based upon some sort of a predetermined profile that you have. So um, robo-advisors will always have a place. Um, I don't believe that robo-advisors uh, are ever going to take over the world simply because when you get to the point that the majority of you are at when you're listening to us, you're at a point that you want to talk to a human, uh, you want to have an interface with someone, you have very specific questions about lifestyle, about income, about taxes, about diversification. None of these questions can be answered by, nor will they be answered by a robo-advisor. Um, and one other thing I would caution you about, Rhonda, 
is if you're considering a robo-advisor, make sure you're doing an in-depth study of A, who they are, how much they've been around, how strong they are, and B, do some real research into that about what it actually costs because robo-advisors are very, very typically, uh, they're kind of represented as being free are very inexpensive. Depending upon what type of tools they're using, it may not be as inexpensive as you think. So no different than hiring a person. Make sure you're doing your research on the robo-advisor firm as well. All right. So uh, robots want to retire as well, and they want to do it at your expense. But Sam, <laughs> I, I know that you've got uh, a great offer for our listeners. Well, we want to extend that opportunity for you to come in uh, and do a couple of things. We call it a retirement lifestyle review, but really what it is, it's setting down and it's kind of getting to know you and you getting to know us to see, are we a fit for each other? Do we understand each other? Does our skill set, which is focused almost exclusively on retirement, that is the vast majority of what we do is retirement, is it the right thing for you? Do you need the help of a firm like ours who is that critically focused on retirement? If that's the case, then we can talk further. What we tell you is when you come in, there's no fee for this. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. We're not going to make any decisions in a first meeting. We're going to figure out, is this something that would be good for you? Is it something that we would be able to add value to your life in? And if that's the case, then we'll schedule a second meeting. We'll do a full and complete risk-alized analysis of your current existing portfolio or portfolios. We'll do the risk-alized questionnaire. We'll figure out how what you have today fits with what you're going to need tomorrow. And if, if and only if, we identify that there's a gap there or that there are some things that need to be done, we'll talk about what could be some possible solutions for you. Again, it's no cost. It's no obligation. Chuck, I want to get a copy of my book, Purpose Determines Placement. I wrote that last year. Uh, it's a nine-step guide to see the listeners to and through retirement. I think with the Retirement Lifestyle Review Meeting, a copy of that book for them to start to digest these things, I believe that it will put them, regardless whether they're going with us or not, it will put them on a much better road to retirement. And I believe the book will give you some information that you can take back to your current advisor, some of the things that they're forgetting to do, and get that to them so that they understand some additional things that they can do to help you. All right. And that number, as Sam says, to get all of those amenities and to get that no-cost, no-obligation retirement review is 866. 866- 6203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that retirement lifestyle review because after all, it is your retirement. And we thank all of you for listening to uh, the show this week. So for Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel, thanks for listening to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.